Hello everyone, welcome back, and thank you for joining us on the Live Unreal with Glover U podcast, where every week, Jeff Glover and his coaches dive deep into questions that you are asking. They understand the challenges you are facing on a day-to-day basis and still work every day on the front lines of real estate with Jeff and his team closing over 1,000 homes per year. In today's episode, Jeff is speaking with Drew Mahar, a rockstar real estate agent from Royal Oak, Michigan. Now, let's hear from Jeff and Drew. We're gonna start with Drew Mahar from Royal Oak. You brought your cousins and your aunt and your uncle. That's really nice of you. Thank you for that. So Drew, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, My name is Drew Mahar. I'm from Metro Detroit, uh, originally from a small town in southwest Michigan called Dowagic, Michigan. Uh, It's a town of about 5,000 people. Uh, Met a girl, moved to Detroit, Mm -hmm. and now I'm here. Nice. So 10 years listing and selling real estate, and last year your production was what? Uh, last year, I did right around 70 units at about 20, 21 million. All right, 70 plus units. That's great. Nice job. That's great. Thank you. And um, it's my understanding that you've got two big sources of business Sphere of Influence, database, and also farming, yeah. right? Yep. So, why don't we first start off with your database? Yeah. Uh, talk to us a little bit about how you're staying top of mind, how you're adding value. Can you go into a little bit about that? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, I'm on a team, uh, a brokerage called Good Company Realty, and our team is Jim Schaefer and Associates. He's my mentor. Uh, yeah, thank you. <laughs> he, uh, we have about 60. That was his mom. Yeah, that was my mother. <laughs> Thanks, mom. Uh, actually, my mother did text me before I came here. That was nice. So. Um, no, we have about 68,000 uh, unmets in our database, 7,000 past clients, um, yep. and so staying on top of mind of them, we're constantly, every listing we get, we blast our database with that listing. Um, and we're always transparent about it, right? At the end of the day, we say a third of these people are realtors that we're reaching out to because mm-hmm. those realtors are working with the buyers. And that's who yeah. you need to expose your homes to. So um, 68,000, first of all, how, did it, how long did it take to get a list of 68,000? Uh, we've been a team for 10 years, so it's taken 10 years. You guys have been yeah. working on it. So it's organic. It's not something that you're just purchasing. I mean, you guys yeah. are going out into these neighborhoods and, and getting people to give you their email addresses. And can you talk to us a little bit about that? Because yeah. obviously building a database is much of what we've been talking about. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we, we have a big thing, like I think anybody should, is, is give where you live, right? So we, we are in the... In the faces of every business owner, we, uh, we do quite a bit, obviously, with uh, kind of old school. Every open house that we get, we do a lot of door knocking. Uh, that's a little bit of our farming. Mm-hmm. Uh, it kind of goes back to uh, you can't, uh, you always got to think that what are the other things that you can do to expand out your business? And everybody always just fades away from the door knocking. You don't need to do that. That's so 2005, right? Yeah. And we jumped back into it about two years ago after COVID kind of opened up. And, uh, those are just those little things that you can do to get yourself out there. Yep. And um, what would you say of, of all of the methods that you guys have used? What, what has been like the top one or two that you're using right now to still add people to that group? Ours is, uh, obviously, it's going to be social media. Social media. Yeah, social media. We do quite a bit on social media. We try to do uh, every single listing. We have Jim uh, that does his uh, Love It. Love video. So, great yeah. videos, Jim, great wherever video. you're at. Yes. Love Jim is it. here. He does his Love It video. Uh-huh. Uh, so we're, we're big. We focus heavy on our social media as well. Yeah. Got it. And so are, are you doing uh, like paid ads or is it organic or what, talk to me a little bit we about We do that. some paid ads, we do some organic ads as well. We do, um, we try to make it fun, right? Um, I think we talked about when we were on the call is our transparency and at the same time is I try to make the, the business fun. Um, we, we do quite a bit of 
with our organic ads that we do on there, we kind of make it a little bit funky. Uh, our number one area that we work is Ferndale, Michigan, which is uh, one, uh, one city outside of Detroit. Yep. Uh, and they call it Funky Ferndale, and, it, and it's funky for a reason, right? So uh, we know the market there, so we're a little bit funkier with our marketing that we yeah. do there, right? Yep. And then when we go into Birmingham, it changes a little bit different there. Mm -hmm. So we know what to market and who to market to. Got it. So I know one of the things we talked about on the phone is you guys are pretty heavy with postcards and door knocking. Yeah. Can you talk a little bit about that? So we send out uh, about 36,000 postcards uh, every five weeks. Uh, we buy pretty much every domain that we can in what we call, uh, in, it's called M1, which is the Woodward Corridor uh, in Metro Detroit. And so what we do is we have, there's a city, Berkeley, there's Ferndale, there's Royal Oak, so we buy sellberkeley.com, sellroyaloak.com, sellferndale.com. Yeah. Um, and we blast out every five weeks uh, 36,000 postcards to those communities with all of our new listings, our active listings, pended listings, and sold listings. Let's talk about those domains for a second. Are you, is the thought process because they're neutral and not attached to a particular name or brand or brokerage that the consumers will maybe um, respond better to that? What's the thought process? That's exactly it. It kind of goes back to what we were just talking about is being present in the community that you're serving, right? So we have a lot, uh, we talk about, of course, our SOI, we talk about our, our uh, door knocking and farming. Yeah. Uh, but at the end of the day, we have a brand uh, that we've built, right? Yep. So that brand is a lot of times they say, oh, I just, I just see you guys everywhere. Yep. And that's exactly what you want to hear. You yep. know what I mean? I, I see you guys everywhere. Oh, I saw Jim's face at the corner. I, yep. saw, uh, I saw Jim's face at the corner over here. Mm -hmm. And so if that's in Royal Oak, so what we want on Sunday from 10 o'clock in the morning, our people are putting all their open house signs out. We want people driving down Woodward and seeing signs on every street going down. Yeah, yeah, I love that. And you guys do a good job of it. So I know one of um, your biggest strengths is specifically listing property. Of your 70 so units closed, how many of those were sellers? Uh, I'd say 90%. As normally for the last four or five years, I'm about 90% listings, 10% buyers. Yeah. So I focus most of my uh, business on listings. Okay. So when we dive a little deeper into that, one of the things we talked about was um, pricing property and helping a seller understand price. Yeah. You've been around the industry long enough to know that, you know, for most agents, the, the way you understand pricing is show some actives and show, show some solds. Mm -hmm. What's different about what you do? Uh, what, what I do is I, I take control of the appointment mm -hmm. at the end of the day. I mean, <laughs> anybody can sell a house, Jeff, right? Anybody can do it, right? At That's the right. end of the day, what I always speak is, is the numbers don't lie. Um, I'm just going to say it. Zillow lies, right? Uh, your Zestimate lies. Uh, other, uh, your, your friends sometimes that are realtors will tell you the, uh, that your home is worth a little bit more. At the end of the day, I'm extremely transparent in life, uh, but I'm extremely transparent in my business. Um, yeah. And I, the transparency about pricing is extremely important. Mm -hmm. I would hate to have that person say for me, it, I also will say this though, Jeff, is that um, if I say a home is worth 200 and that seller goes, well, I really want 225. And if you're not gonna do 225, I'm not gonna list it with you. I'm listing that home for $225,000. At the end of the day, I don't want anybody else to get that. Um, but I also feel like you have to dig deeper. Mm -hmm. What I look at is, is normally buyers shop in $25,000 increments. I, I can't spend more than 125, 150, 175, 200. Yep. I've never had a buyer in my life say, Drew, my top price point is $202,374. Right. Mm -hmm. right. This has never been that, right? Yeah. So if you think that your home is worth 209, Yep. Your house is two, uh, it's 210, Drew, it is 210. If it's worth more, you'll get more. We're covering pricing property tomorrow and you yeah. just stole my joke. Sorry. Thank you for that. Sorry. 
the twenty-five thousand, the one twenty-six. Rewind. Take yeah. It back, yeah. Um, so, so I, I, th I think when we're in a situation with a seller and helping them understand price, mm -hmm. and they're just not getting it, it sometimes makes sense to take a little bit higher. I'm guessing there's a conversation that takes place though when you have to do that. How do you set them up for the price reduction? So right now what I do is, is I have a, it's a $200,000 house, I listed it for 225. dollars I, I go back to the transparency. I say, listen, I'm going to call you at week three, day 21. Mm -hmm. I look at it this, I look at showings. Mm -hmm. If I've had 21 showings in 21 days and I don't have an offer yet, a home in, our, in this market, in my opinion, a home in this market doesn't sell for two reasons. It's price or it's condition. If I'm looking at this home and I'm looking around, it's in good condition, obviously it's the price. So what I tell them is, I'm gonna put in my calendar, if we don't have an offer at 21 days, and I'm gonna do this in front of you. Yeah. I'm gonna call you in 21 days, and we're not doing a $5,000 reduction. Yeah. We are doing a $10,000 reduction, or potentially a $15,000 reduction, because also at the end of the day, I go to the transparency again, I don't hide feedback. Yeah. Every buyer gives feedback, and I show that directly to the seller. Yeah. Right? Not as egg on your face, sure. but just to let them know that this is what I do, yeah. I'm here to advise, not dictate. So when you leave the listing when it's priced a little high, and, and you know there's a chance you might have to reduce it to 200, and you set them up for that in 21 days, yeah. do you still make sure they understand over the next 21 days, I'm gonna do everything I can to get you to the 225? I'm going to market your property the same way I would if it were a $50,000 house, right? At the end of the day, I, we were talking a little bit last night, Jeff, is that I've been in, in, in this industry for 10 years and I was gonna talk to Devante, we were talking last night, it's like, I need to reach out to you about, and it's honest, it's a $30,000 single wide that they have listed right now uh, in a trailer home uh, community that I have a buyer, ironically, I wants it, and what am I gonna do? I'm I gonna didn't even know we it. could list trailers. Is that this is it, now, you just found out that you had a listing in a, in a trailer home. So, Good work, Devante. And, and this is what we're at, right? But at the end of the day, what I look at is, is I, I go back to that, is I, I have to show them that Listen, the numbers don't lie. They, they tell you right here that your home is worth 200, and if I just can't convince that seller, I'm going to list it for where they think it is, but I, again, go back to what I said a second ago, is I always tell this to people, is I'm here to advise, I'm not here to dictate. Yep. Right? I'll give you advice, but I'm not going to make that decision for you. Good, so I know 90% of your business listings taken, 10% is buy side, but you don't show any homes. You utilize the showing agent model. I try to show as few houses as I possibly can. Mm -hmm. I don't want to touch a lockbox like the rest of my life. Yeah, yeah, good, yeah. that's right. Um, well, what I do is, and, and the reason I do that is, is that um, I've always had this, this mindset of, of training the person uh, that you want to be your showing agent, train them the exact same way that you were trained. So at the end of the day, what I get is, is I just sold Jeff a house in 2014, mm -hmm. um, and I didn't have a showing agent then, and he calls me, and I said, you know what, you're gonna be working with Colleen, my showing agent. Well, I don't want Colleen, I want you. Yeah. And an agent, I think, always says, um, they don't want my showing agent, they want me. Mm -hmm. And I think it's not an ego thing, I think it's just uh, you, you, you've wrapped that baby up, right? That's your baby, that's your past client. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, they don't want you, I'm sorry, right? They want to get inside the house. Yeah. They don't care who's showing Well, and if they do want you, then that means they have you in high regard, which means they'll trust 100%. who you put. That's exactly it, Jeff. At the end of the day, what I do is I tell them, Colleen is an extension of me. She is directly worked, she trained the same way I was trained. When you're out with her, you're out with me. Yep, love that. So um, one of the questions that I ask each one of our panelists when we do the team panel, because you guys are top in your markets in terms of agents succeeding on teams, and there probably isn't a week that goes by where somebody isn't like, 
I always wondered, why don't you just go on your own? You know you can make a lot more money on your own, right? So why do you stay on a team versus going solo? It's a really good question, and, and I've had, obviously, like you just said, I mean, probably bi-weekly I get asked, you know, have you ever thought about breaking off solo? And, and Jim's in the crowd here, and I've told him this nine years ago, and, and I would tell him this nine years from now, is that if he slid a lifetime contract in front of me, I'd poke my finger and I'd sign it. Uh, it's the culture, right? It's the, um, early yesterday, C-I-T-T-O, come into the office. If you come into the office, you're gonna have like-minded people. Yeah. Um, you're gonna have people that wanna see you succeed. Mm -hmm. um, and also, at the end of the day, it's, it's the leverage, right? At the, I mean, I can leverage so much business. I'm home, and I'm, I, I don't, I, I'm open about this, right? The openness and transparency. I'm home at 5.30 to 5.45 every night. Yeah. I'm eating dinner every single night with my wife and son. I give my son a bath and we go to bed, right? It's, um, at the end of the day, I, I, I can run my business like a business, but I can also have a life outside of that. So yeah. um, utilizing leverage, right? And I would not be able to do that as well as I can now if I, if I were a solo agent. Well, something the solo agents will tell agents on team is you know you don't recognize how much you have to do and think about and invest and it's like it's you go from working 40 or 50 hours a week to working 70 or 80 hours a week because now you have to do this thing called working on the business yeah uh, which is a huge undertaking in terms of time well, that's you have the value of your time i have a i and i have to shout her out because i think anybody on a team has to do this is i have a transaction coordinator her name's linia hayes in my listing appointment Part of my script is this. This is Linnea Hayes. She's my transaction coordinator. She doesn't work for me, I work for her, yeah. right? She runs the show. Yeah. And the reason is, is that she orders my title, yeah. she calls my seller, yeah. she lets the people know when the inspection is, she schedules the inspection, she signs my authentic sign sometimes, for, right? She yeah. is, she is, I wouldn't be here without Linnea. And I wouldn't be here without half the people on my team. Um, so it's just the, the presence of walking into the office and knowing uh, when we started it, there was three of us, and now we have 50, 60 people on the team, and yep. uh, see where it's grown, it's, it's amazing. Well, it's that, that. that level of recognition that you give to them mm -hmm. is what causes them to go the extra mile for you. So right. kudos to you. Right. Awesome. Sure. Thanks, Drew. Thank you for taking time to join Jeff and Drew today on the Live Unreal with Glover You podcast. To get started on having an unreal business, take the real estate self-assessment. After you complete the assessment, a member of Glover U will get on a call with you to create an action plan to improve your score. Go to www.gloveru.com forward slash self. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe. Search for Live Unreal with Glover U on iTunes, Podbean, or Spotify and subscribe today. Until next time.